the Purpose Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. We're all about delivering great content, thoughtful discussions, and tips and tricks to help you truly get the most out of your life and business. And here's your charismatic host, me, Matt Browning. Hey, it's Matt Browning. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hope you had a good Labor Day. If you're listening to this, it is Tuesday morning, the the week of Labor Day week. So that's good news because if you're working still, or always, if that's your thing, uh, you get a short week this week. You only got four days, so good on ya. Uh, Exciting. I'm super blessed uh, because it's funny, this week I had for the last four days, I had uh, nothing on the calendar. Nothing at all. And that was crazy because nothing hasn't been on the calendar in months and months, and it's not going to be like that for another few months. So as I celebrated Labor Day uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan with my wife and son, we had four days of absolutely nothing on the calendar. We watched movies, we played video games, uh, we did some stuff around the house, and we just vegged and hung out, saw some friends, and just had a great time doing absolutely nothing. However, I realize a lot of people, they do the exact opposite. They travel over Labor Day. Now, I have a, a, a business that gets me traveling quite a bit, whether it's uh, to a radio station or TV or for live events or for speaking gigs uh, or attending a conference. I'm always on a plane and I'm always traveling. So it got me thinking, what would be a perfect podcast episode for Labor Day week when so many people are traveling? And it hit me. How about travel hacks? So here's why I'm a little experienced for this real quick. So since 2008, I've been traveling quite a lot for work. Uh, I started going, if you don't already know my story, I started speaking in Australia and New Zealand, and I started putting on workshops in Fiji uh, starting in 2008. And for about almost three years straight, I was living essentially six months out of the year in each country. Uh, So I'd go to Australia for six weeks, and then I'd come back home for six weeks and go again, and it would be back and forth about half, uh, six times a year or so, seven times, give or take. So what I'd learned along the way is I flew a lot, a lot of rental cars. I basically lived on the road. And when I got to Australia, I'd be six weeks there, but I'd be on the road. So I'd hit these different um, workshops in different cities all around. And then I popped to New Zealand, new country, and then do the same thing. And as my wife and I and Val, we just got back from uh, a three-week vacation in the UK in July this year. And we were traveling around there as well, right? We were in Wales. We went to Ireland, the Republic. We went to Northern Ireland, went to Scotland, back to England. We kind of went around to the whole circuit. We stayed in a lot of hotels, a lot of B&Bs. We stayed with friends. And so what I wanted to do is, you know, that that was then in Australia. And we just did the vacation. And nowadays for work, I'm traveling a bunch. So because I was traveling a lot and because I'm about to get back on, I think I have maybe 15 uh, flights booked just over the next couple of months. Um, I'm living a lot in uh, in hotels and in and, um, uh, airports. So I thought, you know what would be really cool? Let's do some travel hacks. So I want to do some mini-series, and this is something I haven't done exactly before in the podcast, so I hope it'll be a lot of fun for you. Usually we drop an episode of, uh, of a hack or, or a teaching on Tuesday morning, and then we have an interview on Friday morning. So for this week, what I want to do is I want to do a three-part mini-series on travel hacks. Just real quick, real easy. Each one will be about five minutes. So uh, Wednesday and Thursday, five minutes each, and then I'm going to get into the hack right now in five minutes. But I want to add in the intro here. So I'm going to do, today I'm going to talk about five hacks for hotels. 
Tomorrow, I'm going to do five hacks for plane travel. And then on Thursday, we'll do five hacks for when, uh, your home life before and after travel and some things that I've learned along the way. So I hope that'll be cool for you. Um, I think it's going to be a blast. And these are things that have changed my life. And the cool thing is these hacks are very small, very subtle, very simple. But if you follow these, I promise you, if you travel a little bit or a lot, it'll change your life. All right, let's get into it. Ready? Go. Hotel hacks, five top hacks that I've picked up from hotels. Number one, now, some of these, I always say now before I get going, because some of these you're going to agree with, some of them you won't, and some of them you won't be sure about. Now, if you travel a lot, I promise you, you probably have figured out some of these. If you're about to travel or you want to be a road warrior a little bit more, um, take my advice in the beginning. It's going to make a big difference. So number one, if you travel for work especially, for me, I'm willing to, it depends on your values, but I'm willing to spend a little bit more money depending so I can have a consistency. When you're on the road all the time, one of the things that really saves you is consistency. So my number one hack for hotels is pick a brand and stick with it whenever possible. So pick a brand, whether it's the Hilton brand or whether it's a Marriott brand, uh, whatever it is that you like, um, unless you're, you're into budget hotels. If you're into budget hotels, then hey, stick with that. You know, and every time you're looking for the cheapest possible hotel, which is totally fine. Um, I personally started picking Marriott a while back. What happens is a couple of reasons why you want to do this. Number one, obviously you can join the rewards club and you can start getting points. Now, if you travel a lot, that really means something. I'll give you a couple examples. So just from Marriott points, from traveling and staying in hotels, my wife and I, or I keep saying my wife and I, Lola and Val and me, my family, we did a five-day, four-night trip to uh, Tahoe, to South Lake Tahoe, stayed at, at the Marriott Grand Residences, this really awesome place, a two-bedroom condo with two fireplaces, a full kitchen. I mean, it was legit. And this place was pretty close to $1,000 a day. You know, I take that back. It wasn't $1,000 a day. It was closer to like 600 a day. I'm sorry, 600 a day. But at 600 a day, that was $2,400 in hotel fees that was all free for us, and it was just cool. The other thing is, as you start to build up um, in in status and in points, you'll end up getting upgraded into rooms. You'll end up getting, you know, just cool things. You get late checkouts. So every time I check in, I know I can always check out at 4 p.m. That's a huge deal. In some cases, that's almost like a free night stay. You know, so I could leave. I've done this before. I've left in the morning. I go get breakfast. I go to a speaking gig. And I don't, I don't have to check out. I don't get up extra early, you know, a half hour early to check out and, and, and clean up the room. I go to the speaking gig. I come back. It's like 12, 31 o'clock. And then I can actually get a little work done. I, I, I sit back. I relax. Maybe I, I record an episode. I check some emails. I have free internet. You know, and then by 2, 3 o'clock, then I pack up leisurely. I get out of the room. I head back to the airport. So I love the late checkouts. And here's the other thing that happens quite often. Um, I also like they have a great app. So I go to the Marriott app. And I did this when I was moving out across the country. Literally, as I got closer to the city and I knew we were going to stop, I just checked the Marriott app. I looked for the closest, you know, Fairfield Inn, Hampton Inn, whatever it is. There's lots of brands, high-end and low-end in Marriott. And, um, and I checked which one. And then I booked it. And one of them I booked, uh, this is funny. So I booked in St. Louis, Missouri. And we weren't going to make it that far. I think we made it to like Springfield or something. So it was a good hour, hour and a half out. And I thought, man, I overestimated. I thought we were going to get to St. Louis. It's just too far. I don't want to drive anymore. It's already almost midnight. So what I did is I, I booked the 
the same exact hotel, but in the city I'm in in Springfield on the app. Then on the app, I went to the chat for the other hotel, the, act, the, the one I didn't want anymore, and I just texted. It was already midnight, literally the night we're checking in. Just follow me on that. I, te- I texted on a little chat thing, and I said, hey, I, uh, I booked this, and we're not going to be able to make it. Um, I, I wanted to stay in Springfield, Missouri, which is true. And uh, so, so I, I don't need the one in St. Louis. Can you please cancel and let me know if you can do anything to help? They, te- they texted back or chatted back right away and said, oh, we're so sorry to hear that. No problem. Your room's been canceled and there's n- been no charge uh, given to you. So when you stick to a brand, not only do you get points and you get all that stuff, but the, the big thing is you can also start getting upgrades. You get free things. You get a little more flexibility. You get concierge service. And if you go, if you like Sheraton's, Weston's, those are all co- part of SPG. SPG and Marriott merge. So my advice is pick one of the two, but all the points now are transferable and also statuses come across too. So if you like Sheraton, Weston, Marriott, Fairfield Inn, Hampton Inn, Residence Inn, Townfield Suites, whatever. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but you know you can go to the website. Um, but the point is pick a brand and stick with it. I like that one because it's so versatile. There's so many brands that I can always find one of them in the town I'm in. And the rest of these hacks are pretty quick and pretty easy. Number two, hack, hotel hack. Hang a do not disturb on the door the moment you get in. I don't care how long I'm staying. Here's what I learned is when when I get room service, like when you go one time, room service is a novelty. But when you go and live in hotels often, room services can be one of the most annoying things. And I don't mean getting food in the room. I mean minibar. I'm knocking, right? Knock, knock, knock. Mini bar. Um, you want towels? All that stuff? I'm like, nope, I don't want any of that stuff. I use my towel. I hang it up. Uh, and I'll, I'll just use the same one for a couple of days, just like at home. It's no big deal. And it actually feels like it's at home when uh, when I have the same towel hanging up. I, I Personally, I kind of like that. So I hope that you don't think that's weird. I like it. So hang the do not disturb sign immediately. And uh, I have been woken up many a mornings before I wanted to get up or interrupted when I'm about to get in the shower or whatever's going on. It's like, no, I, I don't want any random person to knock on the door. So hang the do not disturb sign immediately when you walk in. So here's my list of things. I walk in, hang the do not disturb sign. Number two, go unplug the alarm clock. Trust me, you'll thank me later. You do not need, you think you need it, you don't. How, like, honestly, when was the last time really, you looked for the time and you looked for an alarm clock next to a bed or something. And hey, maybe you sleep with an alarm clock in your bed. That's great. Do yourself a favor. Use your cell phone for time. Plug your cell phone in. Uh, if, you know, if you're okay with that, I know some people don't like the cell phone in the bedroom or whatever, and that's totally cool. But I plug my cell phone into the nightstand. I use the alarm on my phone because I've been using it every single place I sleep. I know exactly how my alarm works. I know how long it is. I know how loud it is. Um, I know that it works when I when I set it. Have you ever slept through an alarm? Right. So why would you ever trust a hotel alarm? If you got to get up early, don't do it. Trust your cell phone. Unplug the clock completely. The reason I do that too is you might have maybe it's easy to miss, and someone else might have set an alarm at the wrong time. You ever thought, hey, it's late. I'm gonna sleep until 8:30. And then the alarm clock goes off at six for some dude who wanted to go to the gym when he was sleeping there last night. No thanks. Unplug the clock. Number two, unplug the phone. In this day and age, I promise you, there's absolutely no reason that the hotels need to call you. Who's going to call you on the hotel phone? That's like calling you on the home phone. If my family needs me, they're going to call me on the cell phone or text me. If the front desk really needs me, I can't imagine why. They can talk to me when I come back down, right? 
I do not want the hotel phone because all that ever happens is it'll ring randomly. That's happened before. Someone accidentally put in a wake-up call or a message thing beeps for some reason. It's just weird, you know? So I just, all around, no matter what room I'm in, I just instantly unplug the phone and check if you're in a suite, check for more phones. Uh, so that so I'm going to say the clock and the phone are hack number three. Hack number four in the hotel, set up your room like your own. And this is something that I, I just got in the habit of doing back in Australia, and it felt so good, especially if you're, gonna, if you're on the road a lot or you're going to be there for even a day, but especially a couple of days. First thing I do is I walk in, and after I put the do not disturb sign, after I unplug the clock, after I unplug the phone, then I go and uh, the, may, the maids may or may not like this, but I'll go and, and right away clean off every little um, door hangy thing, note, menu, binder, visitor guide, all that stuff from the desk, from the counter, by the TV, on the nightstand. You know what I mean? It's just everywhere. And it feels like you're staying in a hotel. So I clean all that stuff up. I put it in a big pile and I stick it in the drawer or I put it on the ground underneath the desk and they can find it again and put it back where they want it. So I clear off everything. Next thing I do is I decide where my suitcase is going to live and I leave it there the whole time. I pull out my phone chargers. I, I decide, you know, because, you know, maybe there's a USB charger. Maybe it's a wall plug-in. Maybe you're in a place where you got to pull the bed out and unplug a lamp. You know, it's, it's you never quite know what you're going to get. So I like to that settled feeling of just plugging in my cell phone charger where I want it to be. I take my laptop out, put it on the, the office desk, pull out the charger, plug in the charger. Uh, if I have a book, you know, I put it on the nightstand next to the bed. If I have my iPad there, I'll, you know, I'll put it on the desk. Or, you know, whatever you're going to be doing, whatever you need. If, if, I, if I'm doing podcasts on the road, and I've done that quite a few times. I'll be doing that when I go to Austin for the New Media Summit coming up uh, in a week and a half. Shoot, actually only a week. I'm leaving on September 10th. And it starts September 11th through the 13th. Just another shout out to Steve Olsher, newmediasummit.net. It is awesome. I'm going to be an icon there, which means I'll be one of 40 people listening to pitches of everyday people just like you and whoever else uh, that would like to be guests on podcasts. We're looking for new guests. So if you want to be a guest, one of the best ways is to head to Austin and join me for that. Um, I It's an awesome event. So when I go, I'll probably be, bring my portable podcast rig. And you guessed it, when I get to the hotel, I'm going to set up the podcast rig and have it ready to go um, for, you know, whatever. Because I might have, you know, a quick hour in the morning or, or before I go to bed. And if it's already out on the desk and it's sitting there and it's ready to go, it feels like home. And then I just put on the headset and rock and roll. So that's number four hotel hack is set up your room like your own. If you don't tuck in your comforter and your sheets, you know, remember uh, Jerry Seinfeld and George back in the day, if you watch that one, tuck or no tuck? Well, you want to get the tuck? You got to go for the tuck. Get the no tuck. Why do they talk? <laughs> I love that episode. And it's just anyone who stayed in a hotel resonates so much. So if you're an untuck person, untuck it. If you're a tuck person, tuck it in, uh, but change the room layout. Did you know you can move a coffee table? You can move a chair. Um, sometimes we feel like we're, I don't like feeling like I'm in someone else's place, even though I am. So I want to make it as much mine as humanly possible. And then hotel hack number five. This is really good to, to set up as a standard for all time. Decide how you want to do food on the road. How do you want to do food? So some people, if you're uh, if you meal prep, and I go through seasons where I'm I'm really heavy into meal prep, and then seasons when I go, hey, I'm kind of off season, uh, so I know I'm traveling a lot. And it's just going to be too tough to cook, so you know I kind of eat on the road. 
So if you're if you're in a meal prep place and you want to bring your own food, or if you're going to be staying somewhere for a week, right? One of the things I love to do is um, I'll go find a place with a kitchen. So Residence Inn is one of my favorite places to stay. Residence Inns, if you haven't stayed in one, they're usually fairly cheap, and cheap meaning like they're on the lower end. You you know you can usually find one for somewhere around. 80 to 180 dollars depending on the city and the season and so forth right um, but when a lot of other hotels are 150 200 250 a night a residence in might be like 109 or, or 99 or something so it's really good pricing but what's nice about it too is every one of them comes pretty standard with a living room uh, their studio so you'll have the bedroom area you the bed area then you got the, the living room and then you have a kitchen a full kitchen full fridge stove pots and pans microwave the whole lot, sink, everything, right? And I just like that also, especially if I'm going to be somewhere for a couple of days. So if you're getting a car, try this. You fly in, you grab your car, and first things first, head straight to a grocery store and grab some food. <laughs> and then so I actually get to the hotel and I have like two bags of groceries and I can I can bake my, you know, roast my vegetables, I can cook, you know, chicken, salmon, like I can make meals and then I can bring them to the conference with me or I can at least have them there for dinner at the end of the night. I can have some snacks, you know, so I don't get hungry. Um, you know, get a dozen eggs. And and the neat thing is most of it like you'll you'll if you do it right, you'll go through most of the food. And I'll tell you this too, if you're driving especially, it's even easier. You just bring whatever you want from home. You bring your salt, your olive oil, and this and that, uh, and your rock and roll. So that's if you're into meal prepping. If you're not, just decide officially, hey, I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to have shame. I'm not going to feel bad about eating on the road. I'm going to have hotel food. So then decide, are you a breakfast person? Like if you're a breakfast person and you don't mind a, a hotel breakfast, you know, you might go to one of the Hampton Inns or a West Inn that has a buffet or something. If you don't care about breakfast, a lot of people, maybe you have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and you don't eat anything until, uh, you know, until 11 o'clock or whatever. So um, if you like a hotel breakfast, just decide. Here's my whole point of this. This is, this is so important. When you're traveling, decide who you are. Like, hey, I'm a breakfast in the hotel kind of guy. Um, I'm a workout when I'm on the road kind of gal you know whoever you are decide who you are and if like if you're a workout on the road if you always work out then you pick a place and you get the brands down that you know have good gyms and you always pack your gym stuff and you think of a system for your gym stuff you know and hey my gym shoes are stinky so maybe you find a, a bag I have a cool backpack that I got from public rec uh, we'll probably put a link to that if uh, if we can on the show notes. Public Rec's a really cool company. They came up with all sorts of neat clothing and travel ideas. And I have this great Heather Gray backpack that has a bottom compartment. Now, it, the idea is you use it for gym shoes because they kind of stink. So you put them in this separate zip compartment, and then you can still fit everything else inside. I have a duffel bag like that from a marathon I did 10 years ago. Um, but I use my bag for something different. I actually put a little uh, lunch container in the bottom piece and I can put ice in there and everything. So now I have a bag that has my backpack. It has the ice container, uh, the little lunch container underneath that comes out separately and I can hold two meals and, and an ice pack. And then I also have podcast stuff so I can fit everything I want in that little travel bag. So that's the, the final, uh, the fifth hotel hack is really decide who you are and what you want to do as far as food. And then you don't have to ever think about it again. Just book it like that every time. You always book for a place. You search only free breakfast. Or you search for a place that only has a full kitchen. 
Or you say, I don't care about any of that, and you go for a non-place, and you save the money or whatever it is. All right, hope that was cool. Um, give me some feedback. Let me know how uh, how the travel hacks went. So this was the first of three installments. This was hotel hacks for our travel tips. And we're going to drop another one Wednesday morning, another one Thursday morning. So if you like this and you're listening to it in the archive, make sure you check out the other ones on plane hacks and uh, home hacks for when you travel and you're gone all the time. Have an awesome week. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, thanks so much.